Sort of too young for no talk. I'm Neil. And I'm Abriana. And we are here to discuss this week the ever prominent topic, at least within our generation, I'm finding nowadays, of manifestation, the law of attraction, those things versus just plain old fashioned hard work, what we do what we don't do haven't quite started um the things that we kind of feel like because some things i almost feel pressured to take part in because everyone else seems to be doing it and it seems to be a healthy thing it's not necessarily something that like our last couple of episodes (laughs) revolving around hustle culture it's not necessarily something that everyone else is doing but is negative or could potentially be negative it's a pretty from my standpoint positive thing to take part in i just there's certain things i just haven't gotten to revolving it and i'm pretty sure you can attest to this as well so we're here to discuss it all 100 percent. i think that it it's born in a place of positivity and it's used as a oh hey you know if you're finding that you want this thing it's not happening have you tried doing this so i feel as though it's definitely as popular as hustle culture within our spheres but i would say that it's kind of born from a oh it's not really a it doesn't really have a negative like side to it as much um or at least when i think of it i i usually just envision it as Hey, if you're working something and it hasn't been happening the way you'd like it, consider doing this. It's kind of like a helpful, like, oh, try this. You know, like a suggestion is how it comes across when people use it or suggest it to others. It's what it really feels like. I would say I'm much more of a goal setter than just like pure manifester. Although I can kind of see the appeal to it. What do you mean by goal setter? Like, you write down your goals and you're like, yes, this is what I want to achieve. And then you just make do it the work. Yep. What do you mean by make it happen? Because like, so, I think we discussed this or either on the podcast or just together. some other time where, like, what, who's to say, or maybe I talked about this in a class. <laughs> I can't remember when I discussed this, but who's to say that just because you're putting in work, and working hard for something and doing the correct steps i think we we had this conversation quote unquote like nothing is guaranteed it's yeah i think so what do you mean by a little bit of luck you're putting in in the work so you so you're lucky to a certain degree i would say yes um it's very easy to feel like you know when inconveniences pop up and certain things don't go the way you plan that you're not but you know taking a step back rationally and looking at it i would have to say yes it would have been very easy for me to not have been outside for university well not really but you know what i mean it was it wasn't guaranteed um 
you trying to belittle been. your achievements yeah like yeah but i feel like i worked really hard so university i knew i could have gotten since fifth form and that would have been like 2015 uh and then cape was kind of just the ice on the cake <laughs> but <laughs> i would say so when i say goal setting i didn't used to before i i didn't really so write them down a combination of you and my current workplace joey's kind of got me into the habit of writing stuff out a bit more i'm still very much a be aware of it and work towards it and keep it in my mind kind of thing and don't usually write it down as much but i i find myself right now like yearly not necessarily yearly goals but i find like okay i want to work towards this sometimes i write it down like okay what would it take you know what what needs to happen what time i don't want to work with um, I, I had to do this thing last year called a merlin where essentially merlin the wizard or whatnot he has a or she sometimes it's a she they have a mirror and you know it can show the future so in this merlin you wake up one day and you speak from your own perspective but like a year in the future or you know six months in the future however many months it takes to and you would think it takes such a goal and essentially you're speaking as your day goes through like okay you know i woke up and now i have this car i wanted and i got i just got the gas filled up and you know the oil is good and all. you you speak as in fear in that position already okay um so you kind of envision it in that sense so which done- is very similar to manifesting and because in that sense you're literally saying i am worthy of this mm-hmm. i can have this i will be this yeah. it, i am time to this pass yeah and you're speaking from a point where you don't have those things but you're literally speaking them into existence Mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent. and so i've done that like once or twice it wasn't the most comfortable or natural thing for me personally because you know i you're much more of a person that like okay neil let's get our goals written down for the year Um, (laughs) and you know what the funny thing is i literally don't have shit all written down right now yeah i know we i know you didn't do it this year but we usually do and um, i'm pretty sure you have yours not like yours but like i'm pretty sure you have at least something and i have quite literally nothing yes and no and i think that's a function of like i said i had some from last year when I did this I did. so they rolled over some of them rolled over so or are they just long-term goals? It was a long-term goal. What is long-term, a year or less than a year? No, long-term for me is like over a year. Yeah, I would say it was a bit long-term, barely long-term. It was just about a year. I achieved it earlier because of how things kind of got shuffled around this year. And there was a lot of opportunity in terms of, okay, if you show up big in this place for this period of time there's nothing to say you can't use that momentum to move forward um so that i wanted to be so at work we have this thing where it's like there's two positions that are relatively high up uh on the day scale and when you become it in the word it has coach in it and the coach comes from not just like showing but you know mentoring or running or you know leading i guess um i guess so so it's still like a junior leadership position all things considered 
with the whole hierarchy, but it's a prominent junior leadership position. And my goal for the end of this year, or like the middle of this year, was to start doing that. And I missed like five months of work or four months of work with the pandemic, and I still was able to hit that. And then I made the next step forward even faster than I thought I would. Uh, I really wanted to do it. I knew it would take some time because essentially you have to, you know, get the skills to a certain level so you can move into the position with a certain competency. You don't want to just move into a position because you've become good at what you're doing right now and then be out of depth in my mind. But the challenge is also one, getting someone to fill your position that can do it competently. Like, you know, make sure that that next person who's comfortable stepping into your role and then additionally you can't move up if the person above you isn't really moving up unless it's like just bare space so it's you know not only you being secure and ready to move but having that next person to step in or having an idea of who can step in or a plan to to groom someone to step in kind of i guess and then also you know supporting that person to, above you to to help them move forward unless you're just going to leapfrog them which is possible as well but that's just like kind of, I guess, all the background things that had to go into it. So I was like, okay, I, w- I know I can get to that first step, but that second step, how long is it going to take me? You know, because I'm going to have to get there and then be comfortable there while trying to train somebody else to come into this position that I'm now learning. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of all the background to that for me. But because I did that is why I kind of had a goal that I could achieve and I remember around New Year's we didn't really write down anything we usually do a bit after New Year's at least I do when we talk about it I guess you don't you tell me but I didn't really have anything written down for for my New Year's resolutions I tried to think about some but I didn't really care but I can't remember why because at that time it was obviously nothing the pandemic it was just I guess nothing came to me or I wasn't really sure what to to go after this year yeah same I just didn't like I had things flying around in my head but I didn't actually write anything down Mm -hmm. and I think part of that was what was that January okay finishing that last semester maybe part of it was fear of knowing this year had to be like kind of a big year or the fact that everybody was making this year seem like it had to be a big year for everyone because it was 2020 Mm -hmm. and that's just monumental so you had to achieve something hit something make a home run almost yeah so i was kind of like i don't don't know how i feel about that um because it's a lot easier for you to do what I did and just back out from making the goals altogether to avoid having to not reach them because Mm -hmm. if you don't make them a thing you're not really anticipating that you're gonna achieve it yeah but if something happens or if another thing occurs or you do hit one of those 
supposed goals that you just never acknowledged was a goal and it's kind of like oh my gosh look at what happened to me this great thing happened out of nowhere it just came and this is great Mm -hmm. didn't see this coming this is awesome and that's a lot easier to dissolve within yourself than allowing yourself to set goals and then failing so basically don't do what i did um that was like january abriana not really i'm kind of the same person but there's growth in other areas and i can acknowledge better now where how i want to continue life not in terms of goals and career and like a dream life and anything like that but more so in terms of the person Mm -hmm. that I want to be and I don't know I've been listening to a lot of or just looking up because of something I'm working on a lot of um Brenine yeah Brenine Brown um she's a shame researcher she has a podcast it's called Unlocking Us um and yeah she's a shame researcher and i've been you should watch her documentary on netflix first then she has a lot of ted talks well her main tag ted talk that kind of allowed her to blow up i know she has her podcast but a lot of the stuff that she says about fear and shame the difference between shame and guilt and the fact that they're different things and how you should go about your everyday life acknowledging that shame will exist but not letting it consume you to the point where you don't put yourself in rooms that you need to be in and like be that person that you know you should be kind of thing um yeah so the more i i guess allow myself to learn about that kind of stuff and then from what I learned, decipher what I want to implement into my life, I realize that it's not worth it to live in fear. I'm not benefiting from it. It feels like you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, and it's not worth it. Because, yeah, the only person I'm in control of is me. Nobody else is directly impacting my life like that other than me so oh yeah exactly exactly so going off of that do i manifest not at the moment have i been thinking about doing it for a while yes i have have i gotten there yet uh obviously not because I've watched a couple videos on it, done a bit of research on the whole concept and law of attraction, and I don't want to get too much into the literal hard facts of it all because I don't want to misspeak, but I can agree with the overarching concepts that if you put something out there and what you put out into the world and what you allow yourself to believe and know and how you nurture yourself 
will ultimately come back at you. So if you constantly on a daily basis are telling yourself, I am this, I can achieve this, I am worthy of this, I will have this, it's that it's not a guarantee. It's the same thing as hard work. It's not a guarantee that it's just going to fall into your lap, but I think it is that much more likely to happen if you are affirming, as it's referred to, and not just keeping those thoughts. Because we talked about this a bit before, the difference between what Neil does and keeping it in your head and like having the gist of things in your mind and knowing, okay, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm aiming towards and saying it out loud Mm -hmm. apparently it's completely two different things i can understand that i could possibly see that have we tried no so can we attest to it no but maybe from this episode we will start to change our habits and explore this realm of goal achieving and hard work mashed into one and see where that takes us and personally honestly I don't think I know anybody that officially manifests or if they do I might know somebody but they just haven't let me know that they do it it's not very high key it's like this person yeah. might do it but I don't know for sure because then how would that come up in conversation like how would you tell somebody oh so I started manifesting I think that without like it would it would come off kind of like how, bragging yeah like how people use the stereotype you see like a couple of years ago oh you know this person comes in the room and they're vegan and they're like oh you shouldn't be eating meat it comes like that's stereotype I think mm-hmm. it would then begin to be a thing which isn't really what we're here for you know you want to see it prosper and- I mean I guess if it's a close friend it might not come off as harsh because you can just let them know this is something I'm trying because it'll be seen as a means of self-growth and development rather than, hi, I'm better than you because I've started manifesting. So, yeah, take what you will with that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm aligned. I think that, to jump back a little bit, the concept of not setting that goal because you don't want the pressure of not achieving it but because you know it's a thing if you get it you're like okay i can celebrate still it makes sense you know because you're putting all that pressure off you know you might feel bad for not going ahead and saying okay this is what i want to do but on the same time like you know it's probably not likely so eh, i'm not really losing out anyways but i think the challenge then becomes you know how willing are you to get uncomfortable almost and you know obviously you don't want to be in a space that you like don't feel safe or whatnot but sometimes you need to make decisions that make you uncomfortable i think honestly i'm starting to think it's most of the time yeah and i know sometimes like i i i, I do i suggest things i'm like okay you know obviously if you're comfortable do this but sometimes like i don't want to feel like i'm holding you back by always making sure you're 100 percent comfortable i think that a part of growth is, you know, accepting conditions that don't make you comfortable. Oh. That's literally how you grow. Yeah. So I, I sometimes I'm like, being in situations and states where it is not ideal because you don't feel 
at home or at home comfortable. Peace. Exactly. So like you have to be. That's the stupid thing about know, life and living. It's like you have to be, that you have to have fear there. You have to have that discomfort and uncertainty, which is a disgusting feeling. All of those feelings, you have to have that present and like be in those states in order to grow as a person. Like if you are constantly in, and this is like such cliche common sense thing that we is. all know this, but like when you actually say it out loud and think about it, like this is real stuff this is this is real stuff like if you don't put yourself in areas and situations that are hard you're not going to develop in any aspect like it might be easier to visualize that from a physicality aspect where fitness is concerned and what's not where you're literally physically pushing yourself but i think it's in everyday life that if you don't take that extra two steps you're not gonna see as much at least you know as much progress i think that it's a wide reach wide reaching concept and that's why i say sometimes i was like oh i hope me deciding to not push you for this thing that i know you can achieve but i don't want to make you uncomfortable i i hope that that doesn't reflect to me not pushing your growth as much as I should be or I could be <laughs> we talked about this a couple yeah. I worry about it sometimes months but. ago and I brought it up yeah you did and you can tell them what I told you without like giving being out too, too specific yeah not without being too specific without just like dishing out our personal business it's not too much of it at least you know to, I'll try to summarize. Yeah, just tell them what I said, and then or what you understood from what I said, and then what you what your response was. I guess. In my mind, all right. I'll I'll give like my own perspective on it. Um, and I I might have seen this like it's cliche. I feel like I might have seen it in a movie or something. But I think change is like like you said in life, change is necessary, and staying the same or staying the same places for your whole life like it won't you won't be experiencing as much as you can be and that's just a given now it might be comfortable to to stay in that place and you have to make that only decision for yourself but for me at least i think that the potential you have for growth like i don't ever want to feel like you're keeping me back or vice versa um because I want to grow and I want to change while still being like me, of course, but I want to do that with you. I don't want to do it without you. So it's like, what that requires is we need, we would need to both, you know, be willing to grow and change. And, you know, at some point we might not want to do that much anymore, but I think we cross that bridge when we get there. You taking a long route on this story. Yeah. Cause I'm giving like additional context. context. Um, so my I think if I I don't really think of fears but that's probably a fear I've kind of acknowledged like I don't want to feel like I'm inhibiting your growth or I'm not letting the world see how brilliant and amazing you are um 
let's tone down the sappiness. Let's just, let's just tone that down. I can't. Neil's sappy, like, mushy level is like 10,000 minus two. Yeah, I was going to say two. It's, it's rising. Sorry. Um, but it yeah. Used, it used to be like 1.5. <laughs> That's growth. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. It's definitely growth. But yeah, so to, I guess, tie that back in, especially being that we're in a long-term relationship and there's no real like, oh, when we get to X, Y, and Z, that's a, I guess like a door you know where to step into again or like a ceiling. But I'm tying myself off in my head. Finish it up. You want me to explain the actual situation? Yeah, because I'm I'm getting lost in scenarios. But that's okay. Um, basically, I what Neil's been reiterating. No, you were saying it before too. Basically, about not wanting to hold anybody back, and this isn't just like in a relationship. This is just in friendships and then with family members as well um not wanting to knowing that you want the person to like be comfortable but you also know that in order for them to grow and flourish in certain aspects you do have to like push them out of that comfort zone tell them the things they don't want to hear let them know about things they need to work on like tell them to pull up as rihanna says like tell your friends to pull up so we all know that we need to do that in the back of our heads all the time like but it's so much easier and it makes you feel so much better to just make sure that person's comfy and everything's happy and they're happy and life is as peachy as it can be because they're in their comfort zone and that's all great that's great stuff that's all well and good but at some point like everybody needs that push or like needs that extra nudge or whatever because obviously you're pushing yourself but you want the people around you to push you as well so I got to a point where I realized within myself because I was just in a state of just being self-aware I was just I was flourishing and just being so aware of everything myself and what was going on within me and like what I needed and what was happening around me and the impacts of things around me and what's not so in that state, I was kind of, as I was reviewing everything, I was like, I don't know what I said word for word because I can't remember, obviously. It, it was a while ago. But I was basically like, I need you to push me. Like, I need you to n- nudge me, like, not throw me off the cliff, but like, I need you to push me more because... I know that you want me to be comfy and you want me to like just be happy in all situations and not ever feel like I'm in a place of discomfort or I'm not enjoying what I'm doing or anything like that. And that's just how Neil is as a person. But I was like, I need you to push me more than you already do. Like I need to get to continue to get to that place of discomfort, like where I'm at in my life right now. Like, I need those pushes. I don't always need the, doing great, okay, that, that was good. Don't worry about, like, the other thing that didn't happen or whatever. And that's not to say every single time I need, not necessarily condescending, but that I need 
like a cold shot of coffee. Yeah, like rougher demeanor more like advice. A, I would say more of a, you know, take out the bubble wrap almost. Yeah. A bit more, be a bit more. Like kind of tough love. Yeah, I would say tough love is a great. In a sense. And yeah, I was like, I need that more because as hard as it is for me to admit, as a person, as individuals, we mostly work better in that state and that's where growth happens. But like me personally, I realized like I low-key flourish in that kind of environment because of how I was raised and like props to my parents for that. Even like, even though as a kid, I was like, what the frick is this? I was, I was like, why? Like to me, I thought they were just being mean and everything was just mean and nobody likes me and it was just mean all the time just it was almost like you don't have my interests at heart kind of thing but now looking back it's like geez they knew what they were doing like it makes so much more sense now and thinking back I don't know if I would have wanted them to try to explain to me like this is why we tell you these things and what's not because some things they did don't get me wrong but then majority of things it was kind of just a because i say so like this is what it is is whoa that was maybe somebody's kind of scary not going sorry the room that we're in in my house has remote message her has remote um not remote control like wireless control from your app on your phone and you can control the lights and the lights that the room that we're in just completely went off and for like six seconds and then just turned back on i don't know could have been anyone i'm not gonna lie i was gonna ignore it to be honest but it was very sketch i checked to see if my laptop was still charging i was like oh we're still, we're still good no it's not the electricity it was it's definitely um the light itself but yeah i I appreciate it going back to that sentiment I appreciate how my parents raised me life lessons that I got out of that because in that moment it was more of just like discipline for me I was like geez they just really don't like me it's just rigid discipline all the time but looking back it wasn't really discipline like discipline came in other forms um nothing extreme sorry y'all might think I'm pausing and like I've been like <laughs> abused or something yeah no like no, it's nothing nothing even close to that sorry <laughs> I just paused because my train of thought drifted but I thought about the fact that how it could be interpreted yeah that could have gone very wrong yeah, no. yes I so going back to the original thing I basically yeah I so told you, you know, too, I know I because I was giving like bastard yeah, about like con- why I need that and it's necessary uh, yeah given the context I basically yeah I said I need you to push me like it might be hard for you but it's what I need from you as somebody who's in my life I don't necessarily can't necessarily give specific examples of like this is why I need you to say this is where I need it kind of thing but just as we maneuver especially because we were in pandemic and it was like your head's going 
all over the place because your life just everybody's life went upside down so you you're trying to think of other routes to take sidetrack it all over the place and me and my self-reflecting mode I was like yeah I need I need some more I need some more grr and yeah that's basically you can tell them about your reaction or how you responded to that like just because of how I am at least with you it's like you said it's not really my nature to I, my my most important thing is to make sure you're comfortable and happy <laughs> but obviously long term growth is what we're here for and that's a part of happiness you know you, you might be happy with how things are now if I don't push you or you know give you that structure almost that you kind of need but in two years three years like what does that look, look like for you you know you, you won't be happy um i think that there was some success with that but because of how stubborn you can be too if, especially if it's online it can be hard for me to convince you to do things that you know you should be doing so i think that kind of showed up towards the end of quarantine i don't know what he's referring to I had a very clear example. I can't remember it right now, but I'm just kidding. I know exactly what he's referring to. Yeah, yeah. You know, we had some challenges that we would do for each other. Like, oh, let's compete with this and that. Um, a lot of the time, you back out because you're like, oh, I'm just gonna lose, kind of thing. Whereas, it's like, what that kind of boils down to for me is like, I kind of want you to challenge me and push me to do this thing because I kind of need it too, but. Because I can be self-driven, I don't, I don't think I crave it as much as you would. But sometimes, with things of a certain nature, I'm like, "Hey, I've run out of this challenge." And you're like, "Oh, but you're just gonna win." I'm like, "I'm not though, because I'm not even in form right now. Like, I'm not having this be a part of my routine." Sure, sure. But that's just how it is, you know, when, if you want to be the best, you got to be the best. So, like, I think if you want to be... <laughs> Y'all see how quick that switched. He, he, like, I, I, I basically told him, no, that's not what it was. And he automatically switched and was like, well, actually, yeah, I don't, like, it's the same thing with the goals. Like, why am I going to put myself in a situation or a scenario or give myself an expectation to not when I already have a preconceived notion in my head that it's not going to follow through and I'm not going to follow through and it's just not I'm not going to get the outcome that I want it's just I'm not in a place not that I'm not in a place I am developing to get to a place where I can be fully comfortable and I'm pretty sure we're all doing this being not always getting the outcome that I want because quote unquote yeah in your eyes you're as in yourself um because it just doesn't work my way i think that i get that and i just had a realization as you were speaking but because of things that i've experienced as a child growing up i think that i'm a bit okay with having my expectations not met or i'm 
very aware of what it feels like and you know just oh going for this kind of goal or hoping to go this place or you know it is not working out for whatever reason so I think you know being okay with things not going the way you want to be that's a a big skill that goes in with it and it, it takes time and I'm not perfect at it I won't pretend to be but I don't think anyone is. Yeah, like, you know, it's always, like, a seesaw, almost. Sometimes you might be better than you think you might be, or depending on the nature of what it is, you'll be okay not getting that. But other things you really put a lot of hopes on, and you don't get it, and it's like, okay, that really hurt. But kind of what I realized over the last couple of years, when I came to Canada, I kind of made a not a plan but a plan and you know i i kind of knew okay obviously i got to graduate and then what comes after that okay gotta get a postgraduate work permit okay and what comes after that gotta get two years of work experience and that kind of stuff and you know i kind of had it planned out as to what i want to do and with timelines as to what i want to do it and you know i was supposed to do my english exam like, at the start of this year, but, you know, then we had a pandemic, so that didn't happen, but I'm not mad at it because I understand the context, and because I still have time, and it's not as pressing for me, like, I can accept that, and I think a part of growth is acknowledging where you didn't succeed, and then why, because then that's a lesson. Um, what I realized, though, is that because of how almost on point I was achieving these things I wanted to achieve when I was like 18 and 19 I haven't even achieved much I've been laughing because I'm like she's like what have you no I'm not laughing at that (laughs) I'm like you've literally hit everything so what are you talking about but because of that it feels like I've had the mentality become that you know if I want something and I put my mind to it I can do it and that's just like a general thing it probably you know on a case-by-case basis like if it's something really challenge I'm like okay this might be hard but I don't really have that much self-doubt with it it's like if I apply myself and I do what I know I can do I'm pretty freaking confident that I can get it I'm not quite there yet uh, I guess my challenge would be you know how do I how do I help you n- nurture that and I don't know I thought you were still going to talk about you I was like whoa me yeah you're always um you know at the core of these discussions but yeah i think that that's the word you use at work challenges and opportunities because it's a challenge or it's an opportunity because it's an opportunity to grow so hopefully i can take some of this some of this you know leadership that i'm learning at work and transpose it to otherwise but yeah i would say that that's probably the thing i'm i'm happiest with that i've grown to, or cultivated is that I've come to a place where it's like if I really want something I know I'm that guy and I can get it that's kind of where it boils down to almost that's beautiful yeah and that's hard to get to because the factor that stands out to me most with things like that is what is in your control and what isn't because I've gotten really good at letting things go and accepting reality when I'm in control. Mm -hmm. 
like I can a lot better make sense of things like the thing I was supposed to submit that I wanted to submit today I made the decision it was completely in my control to get it done and I made the decision because I was in control of the situation to be like yeah this is not gonna happen I'm okay with it not happening because I'm in control when I'm out of control and other people's decisions work ethics lifestyles mentalities have impact on something that's going to determine what i do or how i do it or how well i succeed that's where i'm like all right done and i I, i'm ready to get rid of the ball i'm like all right somebody else could have it i've had enough this is not going to work for me because i just don't like other people i'm not a control freak yeah i would not consider myself a control freak but i'm not at a i'm kidding no, here, not in his head and going, I was about to throw something at you. I'm, <laughs> Don't throw the ball, please. I'm not at, completely at a place where I'm okay with the discomfort of somebody else having more control than me in a situation that vastly impacts me or could impact me. Mm-hmm. And the reality is the only person I can bloody well control is myself. So, yeah, and Neil. (laughs) So, if somebody else is in control, there's literally nothing I can do. I kind of just need to get to the point where I can be like, all right, I accept that. I'm out of options kind of thing. Am I working on it? Yes. Guess what? The first step is like acknowledging it. And I've acknowledged majority of the things I have issues with. Or, like, struggle to be better at. It's just a point of getting to a place where I'm like, mm, master that. Doesn't doesn't irk me anymore. Doesn't bother me. You can willingly and freely discuss it. Obviously to, you know, not any and everybody. But you can talk about it and don't feel really hurt by it. Almost. If that makes sense. That's kind of what I envision it. Yeah, I guess. Like, for example, if you didn't get this, I don't know, this car you really needed or wanted because whatever didn't work out, like, when you're at peace with it, you can say, yeah, this didn't work out because of X, Y, and Z. And, you know, you don't kind of almost relapse and start to feel all this pain again because of not getting it. But you're just like, this is what happened. And I kind of move past it, if that makes sense. Yeah, because I'm a lot better at accepting things that I can't change when it's me that I can't change them. Yeah. And somebody else can, it's like, what are you doing? Why I, are you messing with me? For me? It's the opposite? No. Oh. I, of course, I like to control my own, my destiny, but a lot of things that I'm moving towards now, like, I can control myself and I remember myself that that's a lot, you know, doing what you can, sometimes that's enough. You just gotta, I say figure it out, but you kind of just gotta know what you, what, what's the minimum it takes from you to achieve what you want and then just do that and more, uh, just to, you know, cover yourself, but just know that setbacks are part of it. Like two of the things that I want next have to be decided by 
the government and my bosses. It's not really me. Um, I know what I can control in that situation. And it's how I show up, you know, how I do in my exams, how I carry myself at work, you know, how I push the the tempo and, you know, challenge others around me to grow and make them better. But at the end of the day, I can do all these things and I can, I can, I can master my English exam, but in combination with other things that I can't control, yeah. like there might be a curve. Somebody else might show up at work and make me look like, Garbage, oh, you know what I mean? Like, it's possible. Now it might not be likely, but it's possible. <laughs> um, okay, okay, okay. Let's royal that in. But what I would what I would say is that you know, it really just takes you being at a place where you can understand what you can control, and that's being you and your actions and your reactions, and then being able to know what it takes from you to to increase the likelihood like significantly at least that what you want can become a reality and with that you know be okay when it doesn't work out and for me a big part of when things don't work out is figuring out why oh i always need to know why yeah. well no i've gotten better at that because some things i can be like all right just watch it either off. i'd rather not know or just that don't concern me kind of thing but yeah with a lot of things that directly impact me i would rather have a reason for how this situation unfolded or why it transpired the way it did because that's like that fuels growth in correcting what didn't work and then trying it somewhere else and sometimes it's not even you sometimes it's the other factors involved that mess it up and you had it like down point and other people just or other things just weren't aligning at that moment yeah honestly oftentimes it's just a lot of being self-aware and it doesn't hurt to have someone or you know some people that can help you with that and support you um, snap you back in yeah you know like if you're feeling down because of it have them say hey you know you killed that and it really wasn't down to you or your fault or say hey you killed like 90 percent of that and the only thing they could have pointed out was this one thing and you can fix this you know so i think that's what it boils down to that's solid stuff i think we've gone went through a little maze today the points that we hit half of that stuff wasn't even in our notes i was gonna say like we could take out the rest of stuff and make another episode to (laughs) to follow up with this if you all want but yeah i think this was i like the way i mean we could do like a what do you call it it's not a recap uh follow through when Mm. we actually possibly start partaking in more manifestation stuff um activities and then see where do i catch up and yeah. see where we've gotten to if we haven't gotten anywhere and if we made some progress the challenge is and you can all hold us accountable to this what did we follow up you know oh, did we shoot. did we continue did did we run away or did we rise to the challenge i didn't approve that statement well that's been all from me oh shoot thank you so much for joining us for this conversation. Uh, 
don't forget to follow you know instagram twitter leave a review on your podcast streaming host of choice or platform of choice and let us know how you like this episode yes yes all the things rate and review follow us everywhere make sure you're subscribed or following on your platform and we will see you not see you we rarely ever see you actually i don't think we've ever you know what technically if you're doing a podcast you can never see the people that are your listeners unless you're doing a live podcast yeah but i mean we, so, we posted a snippet before kind yeah, of yeah but that was them seeing us you get what i mean yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. technically reverse yeah oh, um so that's smart we will be here to converse next yeah. week and you will hear us again yeah and feel free week. to you know if you have any burning questions send it us on twitter uh, if you guys really want to have us see you send yeah. it to us on twitter or maybe us. we'll do an anonymous thing if people aren't comfortable yeah um, coming up with it stating a question and essentially letting us know their identity through yeah. the question thank you all for joining us yes that's all until next time goodbye <laughs>